Welcome to, to the, the Millennialish Podcast with Manny and Nicole. We're here to tackle all things that need to be talked about and embarrass yourselves so you don't have to. Get ready to laugh and cry. New episodes every Wednesday. Hello. Welcome to the Millennialish Podcast. We're finally here. So finally, after so long of dreaming. Well, I'm Nicole. I'm Manny. And we're excited to be here. <laughs> so excited. We just really want to talk about all things that need to be talked about, you know? Yeah, like one, relatable millennial things. Um, us following our dream. Progressive Christianity, dating, cringy dates, mental health. Moving. I'm not from here. I'm not I from lived here. in so many different places. Same. So. Wait, I feel like we've both lived in the same amount of places. Like I've lived in like six different places before I settled down here. Okay, but I feel like yours is like different, really different places. Like oh, yeah, that's true. California and then like a different state. Spain. I, <laughs> yeah. So I live in the Philippines and I lived in Illinois. I lived in Nevada for like a month. And I also lived in Maryland for like a month. And then finally here in California. Whoa. California. <laughs> but my mom and all of them are in Washington. I'd say I'm at like six. Very much so. Yeah, I'm at seven. I grew up in Colombia in Bogota. Um, so I'm bilingual like you. And it's just so crazy. I spent the first seven years just only speaking Spanish. You know, I really lost my accent, like, super fast. Yeah, me too. Um, well, I moved to the States when I was seven to Boca Raton in Florida, um, near Miami and Fort Lauderdale. And then I think we lived there for about four years. And then in the middle of middle or no, wait, elementary school, we moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, um, which is where I consider home. That's where my family is. That's where I went to high school um i went to college just three hours away from there and so yeah so charlotte is third and then i moved to denver colorado and then ibiza spain and yeah i'm settling in cali we're settling here aren't we (laughs) (laughs) is this where you want to like stay forever i think so whenever people ask me like why are you, why did you pick California? I tell the same thing to everybody is 10 years ago when I was watching the Hills, Laguna Beach, the OC, when they were in the thick of their prime, I came to California and I was so starstruck by just the history of LA and, you know, Newport and Laguna Beach. And, um, and I just really, really saw myself here and I made it a thing 10 years ago to just really make that goal happen mm-hmm. because I knew it was going to be end game. So I'm like, you know, I won't, I won't do it right away. Like I had the option of moving to, you know, to Denver, to Ibiza. And I just knew like, let me wait for California later. And so I made it happen 10 years later. I visited wow. 17 and then at 27, I'm, I'm here and I'm loving it. You're loving it. And now you're starting a podcast. Now we're starting a podcast. <laughs> this has been so yeah, so let's like talk about that because it's been such 
like a big desire in both of our hearts for Mm -hmm. different reasons and I even have notes from like I think it was like 2016 or 17 when um, my best friend from back home and I we wanted to start one too and Mm -hmm. you know just like timing didn't work out and um you know I'm just can't I can't believe that it's tangible now yeah yeah I mean I've been wanting to start a podcast I just couldn't figure out like what kind of podcast you know like I I like sitting down and just talking and sharing whatever comes to mind we're really good at that but like what will people like want to listen to one what can we what are we experts at you know that we can just like talk about like forever and ever yeah and whenever, you know, people are like, why are you starting a podcast? And it's just so easy. I just want to inspire and entertain. I'm so passionate. We're so passionate about a lot of the topics that we want to tackle. And, you know, it's just about navigating different topics. as a millennial um, in the point of view of a 24 and 28-year-old. And I'm just excited. Yeah, I mean, we're really just going to, I hate using this term because it's very, like, cheesy christian lingo but like we're really just doing life together like me manny and like you you know like you that's listening to what we have to say like we're really just we want to be your bestie we're your friends <laughs> we are i feel like the just the rock of our friend group sometimes I've noticed and we have a certain ability I think to just naturally we both love to see people be included Mm -hmm. and we're I think we want to just kind of expand that further and make everybody friends. So this is why I watch reality shows because when I'm sitting on the couch and I've gone about my day I just want to have that like third friend group where I'm kind of just like <laughs> yeah. watching, you know, like none of the drama, like it's so drama, like Real Housewives, like oh, all that. It's like a lot of drama, but you're watching and you're like cheering on whoever you want to cheer <laughs> on. They don't know. So I feel like this podcast is like that, you know, like you're like our friend (laughs) yeah and for me whenever I watch tv and shows it's like honestly a form of therapy because I put my phone down and okay the show has to be really good for me not to you know be completely uh present with it but I just engage so much in what's going on in the in the drama and I forget about what's going on in you know my life and it's just it's like you said it's so 3d mm-hmm. I love that feeling that we're like with these people and um I'm so excited to you know what's the show I'm really excited to watch is how I met your father that comes out today today we're watching it today <laughs> and it just all ties into everything like friends we grew up with that Every oh, single yeah. day. Oh, I, I love friends. Such good memories. I really wish that that um, tribute or like reunion oh, yeah. was like a show, you know, yeah. and not just like like it was good. Don't get me wrong. Like that, like gave me my fix I cried. Of friends. Oh, for sure. Oh man, but Gunther. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah. Gunther. End of 
end of an era. I still, you know, Jennifer Aniston and what's Ross's name? David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. I yeah. would not be mad if they ended up together. Yeah, I was just telling someone else this. I can't believe Jennifer Aniston and Leonardo DiCaprio didn't have kids. Not together, but individually. Like, why are two of the most mm-hmm. beautiful, intelligent, philanthropist? Like, you needed to reproduce, okay? Right. I mean, it's not too late. The good honestly. kind of breed. The good breed. <laughs> I, I think Jen is probably done with that idea. I think I've read something like that somewhere. But, I mean, Leo. Unless I mean, she throws her eggs. Oh, yeah. Could be. No? Yeah. But Leo, honey, you've changed your mind. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so obviously you guys know by now that we're your hosts, Fanny and Nicole. um, And we kind of just want to tell you a little bit about ourselves. So, Manny. That's all right with you. I'm going to go first. (laughs) Um, So I think a huge part about... Me and my personality is my just sense of freedom. I am so free spirited. I am, I have wanderlust. I am very independent, but my friendships mean the absolute world to me. It is just something that I've always just taken on that role of making sure. All of my friends know how much I love them, True. how much, <laughs> how included, like, they, they, I want them to feel. And honestly, most of my best friends, I have been friends with them for over either 10 years or since college or besides you, my most recent best friend, Taylor, I lived with her for two years. Um, that's been about a three-year friendship. And you know, it's just so crazy because sometimes time really does not matter when it comes to meeting people. You know, like yesterday I was in LA and I met this girl. We talked for about 30 minutes and I felt like I knew her. Oh my God. We just, and it's connections like that. Like that's why. Yeah. You're not afraid to just like go up to people and like make a friend. And it turns out being like an actual great friendship. Literally, and it's it's so easy. And I something that I learned, you know, as I got older is to learn to let them reciprocate that, you know, like don't always be the one reaching out first and first and just kind of be confident in that friendship and that, you know, if they felt the way that you felt about them, they'll reach out to you. I think I got really intense about that like in high school and maybe kind of shorter in the uh 20s i just was always the one like reaching out because i was with the mentality giving giving yeah and it was draining Mm -hmm. and i never really got a chance to like show myself who really was my friend and who just said yes to me right right oof yeah um but one of the biggest heartbreaks have been the loss of friendships and just I feel that yeah it's but it's inevitable you know you can't you're not gonna be the same you're growing you're evolving like who you are as a person changes in every season and sometimes you know 
you just have friends that are meant to be in that other season of yours. You know, it's not nothing against them or anything. Yeah. Like, love them to death. Love them all the same. But, like, I just, you know, like, my, like my world right now, I'm just, like, working. I'm at home, church, and then I hang out with people when I can hang out. So it's, like, when I'm not hanging out with people, I value my, like, downtime, you know? So much. Like, I'm just, yeah. like, I'm, like, an introverted expert. So, like, <laughs> I'm fine being alone, you know? Yeah. But, like, I feel like that also translates to, like, my friends. Like, if I have friends that constantly want to go out and, like, party, like, that's just not me, you know? Yeah. Like, I'll hang out with you. But, like, if your form of hanging out is just partying, like, every day, then, like, that's not me. But, like, love you, though. I love you. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's why I'm. One of the reasons I love that I live here now is because of my friend group here. Like, we do, as a friend group, so many wholesome things Mm -hmm. that, like, you know, I love my Charlotte friends and stuff. But we, and most friend groups, you know, like, we just kind of centered all of our activities. Like, okay, are we going to a bar? Is there going to be drinks? Are we going to you know, just things that always involve drinking. And I didn't realize that as a friend group, you can do wholesome things. Like, you know, we go to the beach and we go and do just to the movies. and Game nights, night. really just eating at a restaurant. Yeah. To just be together. <laughs> just very wholesome things. And I appreciate that so much yeah. in a friend group. And... That has a lot to do with, you know, being a Christian and setting a good example. Um, But I'm also really excited to just talk about things that are a little bit controversial, you know, and a little bit taboo. Um, I want to be just so real and so authentic. And I want to just kind of debunk the whole you know, you're one person because you are, you know, a Christian and then you're this other person because you're a girl who likes to go out and you're outgoing. And I'm just like, why can't you be just one person who has different interests and still loves God, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm just excited to do this with you. Girl, Aww. what a friendship. It's coming up on a year, Nicole. We see each other literally like every other day, you know, <laughs> so I feel like normal friends would see each other once a week. So yeah. We're kind of like making up for the lost time. <laughs> yeah. We like miss each other whenever, well, I miss you and I don't see you for like two days. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm like, Nicole, Aww. where are you? <laughs> I was inspired by some of my friends, um, my housemates. Shout out to Joe and Elijah. <laughs> Um, but they both, you know, that's their dream. Like they want to be actors. They want to be in movies, win all these awards. Like that's their passion. Yeah. And they will. Can't wait to see them. Remember me guys when you're famous. Um, but my point is they've inspired me to kind of follow my dreams too. And because I love events and doing all that, I said like, okay, what, what, what else, you know? Um, so that's when I 
started acting <laughs> and I booked my commercial all by myself. I found <laughs> so like proud. a listing online. I did a self tape. I auditioned, got the commercial. And then like a month later, they called me back and they mm-hmm. said, we also want you to model. So, and I've done like a few previous modeling work before, but you know, now I really feel well. like, okay, I'm going to pursue like, this is who I am. I am yeah. an Asian woman. I can act from, I guess, like, 17. I, I feel like I can pass. That. Yeah, for sure. Um, But 17 to, like, 30, Yeah, you know? Um, And then I'm a plus-sized person of color. And that is... Gorgeous. Like, we are so underrepresented. <laughs> like... Queen. And there isn't anyone too that like, oh, if you think like a plus size person of color who, you know, like there's no one that will come to mind. Like I feel like with every other like demographic, you kind of have someone like Aretha Frank. <laughs> right. Like just Yeah. You know. So that's, you know, what I'm doing right now. So events, acting and all that. I uh love the Lord. Um, I serve at church. I'm in the worship team. I help lead the young adults ministry, college age kids. Um, I used to lead kids creative. So kind of all over the place. But as you can see, church ministry is like a big part of my life. Uh, So if I'm not working or trying to find, like, any of my passions, I'm really, like, doing stuff for church and to build God's kingdom, uh, bring people closer to God, you know? Like, that's kind of my, I guess, like, goal throughout everything I do, you know? Like, how does this, how will this bring someone closer to God? like my action even like with this podcast you know how can we do anything like for you? how can we help you with anything and everything so that's kind of why i wanted to start this podcast because it's just a platform of conversations that people are afraid to talk about you know what they believe in this is just an open conversation and that's why i really wanted to do it because you just need that person that you can relate to (laughs) yeah Yeah. and we also just really want to make you guys feel like it's okay to be who you are I I think I'm coming out of the thick of just worrying so much about what people think about me because of you know the lifestyle of being a Christian woman who is also very outgoing who I like to drink. I like to smoke sometimes. I am very honest and open about that. And some people see that as negative. And I just want to be so honest. And so do you. And that's why we call, well, I call myself a progressive Christian. It's, you know, it's just time to talk about how, you know, as the time goes on you know Christianity also evolves and we evolve also as people so (laughs) yes exactly 
And I think now this would be a good transition into our highlights and lowlights. And this is something that I want to do every episode to just take time to reflect on what went good this week because, you know, it's always good to thank God for everything he's blessed us with. Our God is a selfish God, so he wants to hear it from us first. Like, yeah, God, you did that. And also just our lowlights, you know, take a look at what went wrong, what was bad, what made me feel down, and how can I learn from that? How can I turn that negative experience, negative day, into a good thing? So, Manny, would you like to go first? Perfect. Yeah, so my highlight for the week was going to LA and having just that experience that I dreamt about literally 10 years ago and just being able to go out to dinner in LA, being able to just go to Santa Monica and I got to go to, you know, super trendy restaurant, Catch LA and the Beverly Hills Hotel and um, Saddle Ranch and just i know and just be la <laughs> and just like be so submerged in that la life that i was so enticed about that i am enticed about yeah um so that was definitely a highlight was just i i think it's magical and not everybody agrees but i love la it's magical <laughs> um i'm glad i live in the oc but i love la you love that you can access la i love whenever that i, I literally <laughs> went to la every day this weekend so like, it's not far <laughs> yeah um, what is your highlight? Um, my highlight, okay, so my highlight and low light kind of come together. So one of my very good friends, Mr. Mr. His name is Alex. And nothing bad happened, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Um, but he is leaving this week. To move to New York City for a few months to do an internship. Um, So proud. And it's a low light, of course, because I kind of want to be selfish and keep him here in California (laughs) so I can hang out with him whenever I want, you know. But also, like, it is such a highlight because I've just seen him grow as a person throughout the last few months you know and really went out there and followed his dreams you know he's taking a chance and it's like such a crazy story that I'm sure one day he will be on the podcast to tell but this is one of those situations where God literally made a way for this to happen for him yeah you know like after every roadblock like he went through like his car breaking down, you know, so then he would have to Uber to work like every day, you know, like he went through the struggle and didn't have a car. So then he's like, well, how am I going to drive to New York or, you know, or he was going to sell his car or something to you and use that money to like get an apartment in New York, you know. Um, But through that, he just stayed faithful yeah, and kept praying and God literally was just like, oh, well, you're supposed to be in New York, so let me... Let me redirect your course real quick. Right. <laughs> Actually, you're not going to be renting. You have a free place to stay. Like, 
you know? And then, like, here's the opportunity to, like, go into film and really just also, like, work in ministry, you know? Like, all that just happened. So that's my highlight. Like, I'm so happy for him that he's able to do all that and follow his dreams. Um, also, that's my low light because definitely going to miss him. Aww. So what's your low light? My low light is very heavy. Um, my friend's dad passed away from COVID. And she was actually my first friend at church. Um, and it's a little triggering because my mom was also in the hospital due to COVID related implications. She had pneumonia. Um, thank God she came out and is, you know, she still has pneumonia. She still says she's okay, but I just, oof, it was just very, it's one of those times where you're, I don't want to say your faith is tested because you know death is inevitable but it's just like can't help but be like why you know um so praying for her here for her um she knows she's got a huge support so Mm -hmm. that is my little light (laughs) okay we're gonna transition real quick to q a with mandy and nicole and We posted a question on Instagram, and we are going to answer, I think, for our first ever episode today. We should do, like, three questions. Okay. Yeah, three is good. Okay, I have one. Okay, go. Do you think millennials would rather work from home or in the office? And why? This is a good one. So I'm not going to speak for all the millennials out there. (laughs) Okay, so I think this will be my answer versus Manny's answer will be the perspective of a 24-year-old versus, how old are you? 28. So two different perspectives. Manny, you want to go first? So I personally think the hybrid life is the best life. Um, I love to start my mornings, you know, at home, you know, just slow mornings in my PJ sometimes. Sometimes I get dressed up and just, you know, because that does have a difference in how you feel about the day. But sometimes I'm like, let's be comfy. (laughs) So I really like to start my mornings off at home and then I need to change up my environment. So I like to go into office. Um, or I go to a coffee shop or go elsewhere. But I love having the freedom of not having to just be remote because that will drive me crazy. Or not just going to the office because sometimes I just don't want to sit in a desk for however many hours, you know. So for me, I would go the hybrid route. And that's neither neither remote nor an office. So that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. So, okay. I feel like mine is also hybrid, but like I'm okay with completely remote. Um, because I don't have the luxury of going into my office whenever I want because my office is all the way in Seattle. <laughs> but I get to work from home and whenever big things happen then 
I can just fly there. <laughs> yeah, which is cool. You know, so technically I'm fully remote, but when events happen and big meetings or whatever, I just go to the office or whatever location I need to be and do that. But I do see the benefit of hybrid. Like if I'm if I lived in um Seattle, then I definitely would do hybrid for sure because it's just so different when you have coworkers that are right by you, like working with you as well. You know, yeah. like building that community at work where you're comfortable, like in your workspace and like in your team, rather than like isolated at home, just like, oh, I don't really have a relationship with any of my coworkers. Exactly. You know? Oh, I love my coworkers. That's why I go into the office. Just to hang out with them. Just to <laughs> hang out with them and ask them questions and and make TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot to say work. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, okay. So I think all in all, I think millennials for sure like hybrid. Oh, and I read something today too. Like the, one of the benefits of working from home is you can travel and work and like have the freedom to like not miss work while traveling. You know, like, um, if you need to work eight hours a day, then if you start at 3 p.m., then keep working until you hit eight hours, you know? So travel and fly in the morning and then work the rest of the day. Yeah, and another benefit of remote work is getting to work on said side hustle that everyone Mm -hmm. needs to have. Um, we, We live in such a time where... I feel like there's no excuse anymore to be broke because there's so many opportunities right. to do whatever. Like the inter, I am so fascinated with TikTok and with social media. Like it's something I'm going to be talking about. Like how cringy it is being 28 and trying to be an influencer, <laughs> <laughs> but it's because I see the work i see the worth mm-hmm. um and so it's it's cool to be able to be remote and get to work on you know your other side hustle your passion project passion your painting acting whatever it is yeah. um whenever doordash walk a dog just because you want to be with dogs you know yeah like you just have all that freedom and then you're more motivated like i feel like there's a study out there i don't know what what website or whatever but i know for sure there's a study out there that links working from home to productivity productive like being productive yeah yeah you know I like i feel like because we have all the these freedoms we're happier to work we're happier to like do things for the company when they ask us to do something so you know i really wish that this it stays like this kind of forever you know have the option to the op- yeah, work sure. from home when you feel like it and then be at the office. Like, I wouldn't be mad being at the office most of the time, but like, choose when, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, I've been going to the office like I think two times a week. So I think that's perfect. Yeah. Okay, next question. What's something you know now that you wish you knew five to 10 years ago? Oh, this is a good one. I'll go first because yeah, the, answer, <laughs> the answer just sprouted to me like a flower. Um, something I wish I knew five years ago that I know now as of very recently is 
Don't take everything so personal. It is not about you. It's not going to be about you. And it will never be about you. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean that in the sense of don't overthink like little things. Like for example, I would get so just offended or hurt when I wouldn't get a text back or I would just little very sensitive things I would take so personal um and I learned it's really it was never about me it's it's about that person and it's and it's about just you know being comfortable enough in your own sense of self that you don't have to question like oh my god did this text make me annoying like Mm -hmm. am I being too much like no no honey it's not it's not about you um I think I would have saved myself a lot of energy and a lot of heartbreak and if I just knew that just be chill girl you know it's not it's not the end of the world you're not I don't need to be I don't need to be validated as a friend you know every time it's okay um and that's something that also ties in with therapy I want to unpack like why did why did I become a people pleaser you know so that's that's my answer I guess one we which we already touched on is like you're gonna outgrow friends you know like And it's nothing personal. Don't beat yourself up too much about it. You know, it's natural to just not have the same things in common anymore, you know? But, like, you don't love them any less. You just, they're just a friend that you love, you know? Not, like, a friend that's, like, you hang out with every second. (laughs) Like, that's one. Um, Another one, not to be all like jesusy again but like that it's a guarantee to remind myself that like it's a guarantee that like god will really come through for you you know like like i have living proof now you know like that with my job and stuff i got to a point where i was on my knees begging god for a job because i didn't have any at one point and I said, I will be like a barista, which nothing wrong with baristas. Like I, that's one of my like side dream jobs, like <laughs> to be a barista at one point in my life. But I was ready to give up a professional career in the corporate world, potentially, you know, you know, or like businessy type thing to do like, not like something, not that, <laughs> you know, um, and God said, oh, well, here's an opportunity. Like, you've been so faithful. You've been praying. You've wow. been building my kingdom. Like, I got here. to watch that firsthand. I was like, yeah, it was. I feel like I was there when you got that job offer. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was crazy because I had just moved into the house that I live in now. Yeah. And it was like right after, you know, like I said, I'm moving in. I'll figure out what I'm going to do about rent because I don't have a job. He but. said, let me bless you real quick. <laughs> you're all moved in okay here's a job too (laughs) you trusted me here you go Mm -hmm. (gasps) oh this is beautiful okay okay when did people stop writing love letters oh i 
man. See, I don't know what made people start writing, stop writing love letters because me myself, like I still have, I have a drawer with my stamps and like cards and envelopes, you know, like my roommate and I, Brooklyn, um, when she lived in Kentucky or New York, like we would send each other letters because like cute. (laughs) So I don't know, like, oh, and I wrote letters to my friend who, um, was away for basic training, like boot camp. Um, it's just the most precious thing. So, you know, make that a thing again. <laughs> I think we stopped writing love letters in 2010, 2010. when Instagram was invented. Mm. <laughs> because I, I still received love letters from my high school boyfriend when we were in high school. Oh. Yeah, and we graduated, or I graduated in 2012. And so for the first few years, we definitely, I definitely had, I definitely had and burned (laughs) after we broke up all those, I had a plethora of love letters. Like it was so beautiful. Must be nice. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It was beautiful. Um, and I appreciate it so much because so, and even now I think I have found myself writing letters whenever I can't put all my feelings and emotions mm. into, you know, a text or, an, or articulate it. So I, writing is one of my forms of therapy and blogging um, also is a way to just have an outlet, you know? So I really love to really just encourage whenever my friends come to me advice you know, they're having issues with, you know, their parent or their spouse or their sibling. And I'm like, if you can't articulate it to them, like put it into writing. I did that. I had a falling out with my best friend and I wrote her letter and um, I never want to experience just that gap of time without your best friend because of lack of communication, you know, like mm-hmm. some friendships need need a break and need some time to just, you know, it's okay. But if lack of communication is the main source of that uh, disengagement with the friendship, then if it can be avoided, then write your letter, you know? Um, If I had a boyfriend right now, I'd make him write me a letter on my birthday on anniversaries. Like, it would be a thing because I'm poetic and romantic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I'm romantic. (laughs) Because I'm romantic. (laughs) So I think it stopped when social media really became a huge thing. Yeah. Because then, like, I remember being in the Philippines and calling my mom when she was in America. And I literally had to have this big contraption and, like, plug it into my computer. And, like, download an app. Like, so much work to call someone. And then now it's like, oh. Oh, my God. Do you remember dial-up? Whenever we couldn't be on the internet and the phone at the same time. Oh, terrible time. And then we would have, like, just landlines you know like the good old days where your mom can answer the phone (laughs) (laughs) okay who has a landline anymore anybody crickets crickets (laughs) you should edit crickets crickets in there (laughs) um yeah nobody (laughs) so we kind of just want to 
end this podcast with something encouraging. You know, like I want to listen to a podcast and just feel good after (laughs) or feel feel motivated or inspired. Lifted or like you want to hug somebody Mm -hmm. or cry or something. So we want to just do a little words of encouragement. And I have a quote I want to share with you guys. Um, And it says, trying times are not the times to stop trying. Mm -hmm. Oof. And that also ties in with just really letting go and letting God take control. Um, If I had a second answer, if you asked me something I wish I knew now that I knew five years ago is also I wish I knew then to let go of things that God can control Mm -hmm. because I learned that in 2021 and my life has significantly improved in the sense of controlling my emotions and controlling how I react to things and so please don't stop trying when the times are hard when oh my gosh okay speaking of trying times so last night I just randomly opened the bible and picked a random book oh my gosh I do that sometimes and I literally opened Lamentations 3. And let me just read you what it says. It says, so Lamentations 3, verse 16. He has made me chew on gravel. He has rolled me in the dust. Peace has been stripped away, and I've forgotten what prosperity is. I cry out, my splendor is gone. Everything I'd hoped for from the Lord is lost. So we see this man, literally like no more hope. Um, chewed on gravel, like at his worst period, and then he goes, "The thought of my suffering and homelessness is bitter beyond words. I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. Yet I dare hope. Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is His faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning." I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. I feel like that's a song. Therefore, I will hope in him. Oh, yeah. The Lord is my inheritance. It's a Hillsong song. It's like, you are my inheritance. I don't know. I don't remember what it's called, but we sing it all the time. But it's just so good to remember. Oh, and then verse 25 says, the Lord is good to those who depend on him, to those who search for him. So it is good to wait quietly for salvation from the Lord. Dang. God came through yet again. This man is literally suffering, literally losing hope. And then he remembers and says, I remember this. The faithful love of God never ends. And look what happened. Because he's faithful. He stayed the course. Exactly. So let's end it at this. There are days we're going to feel beaten down. There are days that we're going to be crying, that we're on our knees, feeling helpless. But that's a time that we really just truly cry out and give it all to God. You know, we are admitting that we no longer have control of this. We're giving it up to him. It's for him to figure out, for him to bless us and just fully surrender that to the Lord. Literally admitting that it's out of our control. And the second that you say that, I swear your weight just like, boof. 
it's it's a physical feeling too when you just let go and say those words and surrender. So I hope you guys have a great week. We can't wait for you to join us next week. And what are we talking about next week? Uh, next week, we're talking about my favorite topic, BuzzFeed. 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 I follow BuzzFeed on Instagram. and it BuzzFeed is, is my work. My favorite pastime. <laughs> like, going through every BuzzFeed article. And just Taking like the quizzes. Seeing how I'm like, oh, that's so relatable. Or like, oh. Now I know that this happened to this celebrity. Yeah, <laughs> like now I know so I'm meant to be with uh, Jacob Alordi based off this quiz I took. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which um, city in Italy should I visit based on the food I want to eat? Amalfi Coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so I'm excited. And we're just going to do some fun millennial like quizzes, like questions for millennials and all that kind of stuff. Um, so... Yeah, we'll see you next week. Tune in, guys. Bye, besties. Bye.